It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall in the shootout to the Dallas Stars 3-2. The final score, Vegas 42-31-7, 91 points on the year. Best they can get to if they win out is 95 points. We will get to all the different scenarios for the Golden Knights to keep their playoff hopes alive. But the point they picked up allows them to fight another day and they'll take on the Chicago Blackhawks tomorrow at 5.30. But to help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, I, you know, you look at this game, the fact that the Golden Knights had leads at two different stages and the fact that, you know, there were opportunities, certainly chances. You go through the overtime period, you go through seven rounds in the shootout, not one goal. It's not like the Golden Knights didn't have their looks to get a win here. I talked about it coming into the broadcast today, Ryan, that, the Dallas Stars are stingy. They have won games with low scores, something the Knights have not done. They got a win against Seattle the other day, did the Stars 3-2, to two. but it was the first time in seven games that they had scored more than two goals. Lost to Calgary 4-2, to two, lost to Edmonton 5-2, to two, in Vancouver 6-2, to two, and uh, before that their win was... 2-1 to one against the San Jose Sharks, and then before that, an overtime loss, 3-2. to two. Point is, uh, if the Knights were going to pull out a win here today, you had the feeling that they were going to need to score three or four goals. It was probably not going to be one nothing or 2-1 to because the Knights only have a couple of wins in those fashions. And uh, frankly, they didn't produce enough offensively, and credit the Stars. Vegas did get a power play goal, but uh, that is not enough uh, here today, and you know, credit to Jake Ottinger, who is uh, now at 29 wins, 12th in the league. But to uh, not only keep the Knights to two goals today, but also shut down all seven shooters. And you got some firepower there in the shootout. And credit to Jake Ottinger for sure. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, looking at this game, understanding kind of what was on the line for both clubs. And, and, and the Dallas Stars, they get the win, but they don't get it in regulation, so they do not clinch tonight. Uh, the Golden Knights are still alive, but I, you know, I, knowing what how important this game was going to be for both Vegas and Dallas, I was expecting a, a low-scoring, really tightly contested game, and it was going to have to come down to goaltending. And you know. It's not like Logan Thompson can possibly do more than what he did tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, especially in the shootout, just just needing someone to make a play. Oh, yeah. I mean, Logan was very good. I mean, yeah. Robertson scores two goals. The first one is a true shot. The other one that he gets to the third is on a redirect. The Knights, once again, were shorthanded only once today, and the Knights have now killed off penalties in five straight games, five for five in the last five. And they score a power play goal, so the Knights win the special teams battle. But, um, you know, again, it's sort of the M.O. for Dallas. I mean, we've seen it before in the playoffs. Rick Bonus coach team, and just the way they're built uh, with the defensemen, it was going to be a low-scoring game today, and that's just what Dallas wanted. Well, thanks for this, Dan. We head to head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media. I thought we came in and played a hell of a road game. Uh, got the lead, you know, uh, was, was up again. Had some chances to win the game, you know, that uh, uh, you know, we just didn't finish on. You have to give their goalie some credit. And, you know, I think we're 0 for 10 in shootouts the last two we've been to, which is uh, critical points, unfortunately. But, 
wasn't for lack of effort. I, I thought our guys left uh, everything on the ice tonight. I thought uh, we've got a lot of guys playing banged up, and they gave us what they had. He's yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was great. I mean, uh, he did everything he could do for us tonight, o even outside the shootout. I thought in the game he was excellent. You said you're confident in him, but how does an important game like that, where you rise yeah. to this occasion, go well, to trust? Well, it shows your, his competitiveness, you know. He, uh, you, want, you want guys that want to be out there and guys that can rise to the occasion in, in big moments, and I thought he's showing that. You said it, you aren't eliminated. So how do you view a back-to-back? -back? When it's this yeah. situation, are you glad to be right back at it and not, not have too much time to think about it? Or is it a factor just in a moment? Yeah. Well, we, we, we've got to win. Um, you know, it's not perfect back-to-back. -back. We, we emptied the tank tonight, but we, we don't have a choice. You know, we've got to, we've got to find a way to re-energize here and get ready and win a game tomorrow. Robertson obviously scored twice. Just what makes that line so difficult to defend against? Yeah, I don't. I mean, we're not. You know, they've done that to everybody in the league this year. So um, I, I thought we we defended well. We we played a real good road game. Anything else for me? Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media after a three-two shootout loss to the Dallas Stars. Just a couple of things, real quick, uh, to touch on from Pete DeBoer. Uh, mentioned that there were certainly chances to win the game. I, I look at this. The Golden Knights had their fair share of chances there, there were opportunities for the golden knights to win the game he was a, a play late late in the third period max patch ready gets his puck on on a stick and it just trickles wide of the goal post and then i mean you know the fact of the matter is the golden knights had seven opportunities to put the puck in the net in the shootout logan thompson held on as long as he could in the shootout and just you, you can't put the puck in the back of the net. You're not going to win games. And that, that goes for regulation. It goes for overtime. It goes for the shootout. If you cannot find a way to put the puck in the back of the net, it doesn't really matter how great, how amazing your goaltending is, is going to be for you. You're not going to win games. So, you know, for the Golden Knights, uh, Pete DeBoer mentioned a lot of guys playing banged ups. Logan Thompson did everything he could for us to, to try to find a way to win. Um, and now it's just about turning your attention to the next game. Next game is going to be Chicago tomorrow. Quick turnaround, back-to-back -back situation. I would make, I, I would be very surprised if there's any change in goal. I think Logan Thompson, so long as he is healthy enough to compete, obviously late in the game takes a, a bit of a collision with Vlad Nemestikov and the post came up a little bit gingerly, but then went set, six for seven in the in the shootout. So I think Logan's going to be just fine health-wise to play tomorrow and you're hopeful that if the Golden Knights get themselves into another situation where they're able to play with a lead and they're able to shut things down and they're able to to do that for long enough stretches against the Chicago Blackhawks that the Golden Knights can find a, a win and then you're kind of at the mercy of everything else let's real quick check in with the standings now uh the NHL has the Los Angeles Kings and the Nashville Predators both clinched. Nashville, 95 points. Los Angeles, 96 points. The best the Golden Knights can do right now, right now, is 95 points. However, the Nashville Predators have two games left. The Golden Knights have two games left. If Vegas were to win out in regulation or in overtime, 
In regulation, the Golden Knights can tie Nashville. Golden Knights have 33 regulation wins. Nashville has 35 regulation wins. The next tiebreaker is regulation and overtime wins. The Nashville Predators have 41. The Vegas Golden Knights have 38. So even if Nashville drops their next two games and the Golden Knights wins, the Golden Knights win their next two games. Regulation overtime wins for the Golden Knights would only be 40. That tiebreaker would go to Nashville. So the Nashville Predators have clinched. They are in the playoffs. The Los Angeles Kings have clinched. They are in the playoffs. So the only path for the Golden Knights to make the playoffs is to chase down, track down the Dallas Stars. The point differential right now between Dallas and Vegas is four points. What does that mean? It's very simple. Vegas has to win out. They cannot drop a point. If Vegas drops a point between now and the end of the year, the Dallas Stars are in. If Dallas picks up a point over their next two games, the Dallas Stars are in and the Vegas Golden Knights are out. That's what's on the line tomorrow. That's what's at stake the rest of the way. The Golden Knights have to be perfect, and the Dallas Stars have to lose their next two games in regulation. That's how the Golden Knights are still alive in their quest for the playoffs. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple-A insurance post-game show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall 3-2 to two to the Dallas Stars in the shootout. Let's head back to Dallas and hear from Braden McNabb. Hey, Vern. We got to go win. What made Jason Robertson so hard to contain tonight? Uh, he's a scorer. He finds areas. That's uh, what goal scorers do. Logan, obviously, just give guys a really good effort again tonight. Just what's the message to him after this one? Yeah, keep his head up. He was awesome. He was a great. He was great. Gave us a chance to win. Did what did his job, and you know he's awesome for us. What did you see from your team to compete, especially in the third period, and how much confidence does that give you in the next two games? Yeah, no, the compete was definitely there, and has to be there. And um, you know we got to regroup, flush it, and get ready for tomorrow. How long do you let yourself, you know, feel the emotions of this one with the game so close tomorrow? Like, are you already thinking about tomorrow? Do you wait? Do you sleep on it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it stings for a bit, but at the end of the day, you know, we got to go and play a game tomorrow and get two points. So, you know, flush it as soon as you can. Thanks, Brayden. That was Braden McNabb speaking on a 3-2 loss in the shootout to the Dallas Stars. Vegas 42-31-7, 91 points. Best they can get to right now is 95 points they are chasing down just one team in the dallas stars let's take a look at the highlights in this game and you know for the golden knights it it was an interesting start it was tentative i think on both sides both teams kind of just trying to feel each other out let them get into the game not much happening through the first 12 to 15 minutes of the game and then later on in the period Later on in the first period, I thought the Golden Knights started to tilt the ice just a little bit, and it was late in the period, under a minute left, that the Golden Knights would break through as Will Carrier would throw a puck to the net and open the scoring. 
Vegas gets the puck at center, back end Carrier through the right circle on the back end, put it in front, they score! William Carrier guides it to the crease on his backhand. Vegas scores first. 48 seconds to go in the first period. Ninth goal of the year for Will Carrier. Assists go to Braden McNabb at 19-11 in the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas. Golden Knights would take a lead into the second period. And, you know, again, it was kind of tentative to start the second period. Not a whole heck of a lot going on. I thought the Dallas Stars started to settle in about the five, six-minute mark of the second period. And they'd battle back as Jason Robertson would tie the game at one with a beautiful shot and great play. Stays in the zone out at the right point. Right down the middle came Hints. Now another chance. Robertson scores! Jason Robertson sticks it home inside the left pocket. Dallas ties at 1-1. 6.29 to go in the second. Jason Robertson, his 39th goal of the year from Thomas Harley and Rupe Hints at 13.31 of the second period tied the game at one. The Golden Knights would get a late power play in the second period, and Chandler Stevenson would find the back of the net with just four seconds left to give Vegas a 2-1 lead. Eichel gets the puck, doesn't shoot. Back and forth with Petrangelo. Eichel signing the goal for Stone, trying to get it under the goalie. They score! With two seconds to go in the period. Chandler Stevenson's 21st goal of the year from Mark Stone and Jack Eichel at 19.56 of the second period made it 2-1 Vegas, a timely power play goal. So the Golden Knights once again had a lead going into the third period. And for the second time in the game, Jason Robertson would tie the game, this time with a well-placed deflection. Still a loose puck, comes out high. Stars possess once more, a shot tipped in! Robertson gets a piece of it. Dallas ties it 2-2. Jason Robertson's 40th goal of the year from John Klingberg and Joe Pavelski at 3:13 of the third period tied the game at two. The Golden Knights would push in the third period to try to find the next goal of the game. And the Dallas Stars were, were pretty content, just took away the middle of the ice. Not a whole heck of a lot going on in regulation for either club down the stretch. There was some four-on-four -four play. Nobody could really find an upper hand there. And then again, there was one chance late in the game for Max Pacioretty as he was just off to the side of the net. Puck trickles just wide of the post. And we'd head to overtime. And in overtime, the Golden Knights didn't have many looks, but the Dallas Stars carried the run of play and Logan Thompson had to make our AAA insurance save of the game. Vegas changing players here with the puck in the offensive zone. Theodore is stripped to the puck. It's a lead pass out of the box and right down the middle. It's Hintz. He shoots. Glove stop. Thompson holds on. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you out smart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So Logan Thompson, the main reason that this game was able to get to the shootout, we would go seven rounds deep. And at the beginning of the seventh round, Miro Haskinen would score the only goal of the shootout to win it for Dallas. Defenseman Miro Haskinen, lefty to the middle, backhand, scores! So Miro Haskinen would score... To give Dallas a lead, William Carlson would fail to score on his next shot, and the Dallas Stars would beat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 in the shootout. Here comes Will. The lefty starts right. 
Through the right circle that to the middle. Under the save, and Dallas wins. One nothing in the shootout. Three to two, the final score. Three to two, there you have it. The final score, the Dallas Stars defeat the Vegas Golden Knights in the shootout. And now the Golden Knights have to win out and the Dallas Stars have to lose out in regulation in order for the Golden Knights to make the playoffs. Vegas 42-31-7, 91 points on the year. The best they can get to right now in this moment is 95 points which would tie them with Dallas, assuming Dallas loses their final two games in regulation. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, the Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Dallas Stars 3-2 in the shootout. Vegas 42-31-7, 91 points on the year. We'll get to and, and reiterate the playoff scenarios for the Golden Knights. Uh, I say scenarios, there's really only one path to the playoffs for the Vegas Golden Knights, and it involves needing a lot of help and winning out. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas played tonight without Keegan Colasar. So Vegas went 11-7 and dressing Dylan Coughlin, who did not play in the game. Dylan Coughlin did not take a shift. Dylan Coughlin did not see the ice in this game. So effectively, the Golden Knights went 11-6, and six, so 11 forwards, 6 defensemen. Uh, and then there was a period of time where, you know, yeah, you're without Max Pacioretty after taking a hit in the third period. So from an injury perspective, it doesn't look like Keegan Colasar is going to be available anytime too soon. He was listed as week-to-week lower body injury. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the Golden Knights are able to put on the ice tomorrow, whether or not they go back to an 11-7 and configuration. If Dylan Coughlin in that situation is going to end up getting ice time, uh, you know, a lot of questions, I think, going into that game tomorrow night against the Chicago Blackhawks. But as I mentioned, we will chat real quick about where the Golden Knights are at right now in the standings, what needs to happen between now and Friday for Vegas to make the playoffs. The Golden Knights do not control their own fate. Not close. Vegas can only track down one team. I'm going to try to make this as clear as possible. The Los Angeles Kings, the Nashville Predators, they clinched playoff spots tonight by virtue of the Golden Knights' loss in the shootout. The Nashville Predators have 95 points, two games remaining, and they own the second tiebreaker for the, uh, over the Vegas Golden Knights regu- regulation and overtime wins. The Dallas Stars right now also have 95 points with two games remaining. The Vegas Golden Knights can conceivably catch the Dallas Stars if Vegas wins their final two games of the regular season and Dallas loses their last two games of the regular season in regulation if 
Dallas picks up a point over the final two games. The Golden Knights are eliminated from the playoffs. If the Golden Knights drop a point over their final two games, the Golden Knights are eliminated from the playoffs. The Dallas Stars take on the Arizona Coyotes tomorrow and finish on Friday with the Anaheim Ducks. So, the Golden Knights will need to beat Chicago and St. Louis. And the Dallas Stars will have to lose in regulation to Arizona and Anaheim. That is the only path that exists for the Golden Knights to make the playoffs. It is not mathematically impossible, but it gives you an idea of where the Golden Knights are at, the help that they're going to need the rest of the way, and really there's zero margin for error. Every game from here on out have to be wins for the Vegas Golden Knights. If Vegas drops a point, they're out of the playoffs. If Dallas picks up a point, they're in. Vegas is out, and that is how this season kind of boils down and you know again you you look at the game tonight from the golden knights and and just the simple fact that with an opportunity to improve their chances an opportunity to get just one point closer close that gap a little bit on the dallas stars vegas goes 0 for 7 in the shootout a pretty wild stat that I saw Logan Thompson, the only NHL goal or the only goalie in NHL history to have a shootout save percentage of 800 or better and not have a shootout win. That comes courtesy of Tyler Bischoff. I mean, that gives you everything you need to know for the Golden Knights over the last two games, two games where their playoff, their, their playoff chances, hopes were on the line. So, you know, for the Golden Knights, you heard it from Braden McNabb. It's about trying to flush this one, get ready for tomorrow against the Chicago Blackhawks in a game where the Golden Knights, if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive for just another day, will need to come through with a win and nothing less than that. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Dallas Stars 3-2 in the shootout. Vegas 42-31 and 7-91 points on the year for the Golden Knights. And again, as we reiterate here, in order to make the playoffs, the Golden Knights are chasing down just one team. That's the Dallas Stars. If Dallas picks up a point over their final two games, Vegas is eliminated. If the Golden Knights drop a point over their final two games, Vegas is eliminated. The way the Golden Knights can make the playoffs is simply this. Vegas has to win out, and the Dallas Stars have to lose their final two games in regulation. That's how it happens. That's how the Golden Knights make the playoffs. You need a lot of help. You need help at every single avenue, and you need the Dallas Stars to lose out in regulation while winning out in any fashion if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. 
you know, I, I talked about the importance of the first goal of the game. The Golden Knights get it. Uh, we speak about the power of scoring timely power play goals. The Golden Knights get that to give them a lead going into the third period. We talk about how automatic leads can be from, for NHL teams and for the Golden Knights throughout their history. A lead in the third period usually meant two points and, and uh, no doubters at that. So everything that you could have asked for in tonight's game for the Golden Knights was there. First goal of the game, a timely power play goal, a lead going into the third period, and yet it still wasn't enough for the Golden Knights to find two points and to keep the pressure on the Dallas Stars and to prevent other teams from clinching in this scenario. So now the Golden Knights will have to regroup. They've got the Chicago Blackhawks tomorrow, 5.30 puck drop, 4.30 pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The extended post game show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall 3-2 to two to the Dallas Stars in the shootout. Vegas 42-31-7. 91 points on the year. I'm going to make this as simple as possible. The only way the Golden Knights make the playoffs after tonight's setback is if they win their final two games against Chicago and St. Louis and the Dallas Stars lose out in regulation their final two games. That's it. That's that's the scenario. Dallas has Arizona. Dallas has Anaheim. So we'll see what ends up happening in the next 24 hours. The Golden Knights get right back in action tomorrow against the Chicago Blackhawks. They're going to have to find a way to piece together a win. That's the only way their season continues to have importance on the final day of the regular season. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. Hey, before I get to my point, um, you kind of uh, put a light bulb on in my head. So I want to ask you a question first. Okay. If hell froze over and Vegas somehow squeezed into the playoffs with the four perfect things that had to happen, I mean, if you were talking as a fan, how would they even make you feel about the team? Uh, I mean, anything can happen in the playoffs. Um, listen, I, do I think that the Golden Knights right now are playing the type of hockey that would lead to a long playoff run? No, not particularly. I think that there okay. are certainly there are certainly aspects of the game that, that need to be sharpened up, that, that need to be better for the Golden Knights. But, you know, the same thing that I've said now for a couple of weeks is that uh, you got to get in, right? Anything can happen once you get in. And if you're looking at a, a first-round matchup against Colorado Avalanche and 
with the pressure that Colorado is going to be feeling, you might be able to to find some type of magic once you get to the playoffs. But right now, um, you know, again, it, it's all moot unless you get in. And, and then once you get in, you have to assess realistically what you think you're going to get. Yeah, I agree. We're not playing enough hockey to, to sustain any type of streak and having to go up against, the, you know, on best team in hockey, Avalanche just doesn't look good. But um, a couple two, a couple things about the game today. I mean, we this is the first time in seven, eight games we scored first and still couldn't make it happen. And for a team that we were so, I don't know, first 50, 60 games in overtime, we were a great team. I mean, maybe had one overtime loss uh, yeah. before the last month of the season. I mean, we were excellent in overtime. Can't even take advantage of that situation. Um, there's no such thing this season as looking at a at a, a starting goalie on the other side and licking your your chops and thinking, okay, this is a, this is a chance we can we can bury them. It's been the opposite. Andrew Hammond, um, James Reimer, <laughs> Craig Anderson. I mean, the list goes on. It, it's 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 a recurring carousel of playing a goalie that, of course, is trying his heart out, but we're not even taking advantage of it. And you know, with the season on the line. You got to score three goals on Jake Edinger to to keep your season more realistic. It 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 wasn't enough, and missing the postseason should should raise the proper awareness that big changes need to be happen. And the last thing I'll say, I've seen enough in a small sample size from Logan Thompson that as a fan, I I'm willing to give him the the start going into uh, training camp next year, and um, I'm willing to to say goodbye to to Leonard if if they can make the right moves for it. But that's just me as a fan. It's a hot take. But I, I felt his energy 2,000 miles away watching out on my TV screen. Like, he, he, I felt like him, he cared more about this game than anyone else in that lineup. And that's probably not true, but it, that's just how I felt watching it. So let me, let me just ask you real quick, because I, I think that what you're, what you're getting right now out of Logan Thompson is a statement being made that he is an NHL goaltender, right? Now, is he a starter immediately? Time will tell. Um, I still think that you have to have some type of checks and balances in place, especially when it comes to goaltending, especially over the course of an 82-game season. So in your scenario, are are, are you looking at essentially giving a team that, depending on what you do in the offseason, should be a team that you would expect to make the playoffs or at least contend for the playoffs. Are you, are you pinning that with on Logan Thompson, who's got 16, 17 games of NHL experience? And, and what would your backup plan be uh, if it was Logan Thompson and then who else? I, I trust that option because shipping Leonard solved a lot of your issues with salary cap hell. And you can use, you can use, you know. Obviously, you're not going to be able to trade the entire salary of Leonard. I mean, you'd have to take a hit. But you also have Leonard, Leonard Brossois on the uh, on the books too. It solves a lot of problems in the cap space where you can address other positions. And I mean, he's not the only piece that has to uh, to go to to solve your salary cap issues next year. But I feel good about Logan Thompson. There's no reason you can't have a Lauren Brosseau or another veteran goalie. I mean, look at all these other teams. I mean, Jake, Jake Edinger is going to be a starting goalie in the playoffs and. If you just need that type of quality and good players around them, I mean, there's a lot of quality goals you can have as a backup. So, I, so to answer your question, I feel, I feel more than confident that the Knights can make the playoffs next year and be a contender with Thompson in that. Yeah, you know what, Sal, thank you for the call. Um, you know, I, I will say that, like, I, I, don't, I don't view 
Jake Ottinger is, is kind of the same as, say, an Andrew Hammond or, um, you know, some of the other goaltenders like Mike Smith or anything like that. Like, Jake Ottinger's just 23 years old. Like, he's on the rise. He's he's the goaltender of the future for the Dallas Stars and, uh, you know, not, not a guy that's kind of just been like a career backup. He's just getting started. He's got 28 wins uh, through his, his – in 46 games played this year for the Dallas Stars like he's been the guy that's moving the needle forward now that being said I think that what you're seeing right now out of Logan Thompson is promise fulfilled but I still think you need to see a lot more from him at the NHL level before you're you're looking at making him a number one goaltender now it's not to suggest that he can't do it but I do think that you have to have checks and balances from that position because we've seen what an injury plagued season at the number one goaltender position can do for a team based on what has happened to the Golden Knights this year. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, yes, yes, and yes. You cannot, and this is a subject for maybe tomorrow night, because we will, I hope, discuss this as soon as we know there is, we've euthanized the playoffs for for this season. The, the, The point is, don't anoint Logan Thompson just yet. Let's wait. Give the man a chance to breathe. And let's see what the guys who sit up in the bird perch, as it's called, in practice, see what they have to say about it, uh, Mr. McCrimmon and McPhee. There's a long way to go to make that particular decision. Let's discuss it when the time is appropriate. What I do want to discuss is the fact that the Knights have lost four of the last five and the core four of Marshy and Stone and Pacioretty and Eichel have scored, well, zero goals. Zero goals and four out of five losses. Mm-hmm. How are you going to win no matter who's in goal? Well, you're not. No. Yeah, you're not. I mean, you're not. There's, there's no, like, expert analysis or anything here. Like, you can't win if you don't score. Right now, the, the guys that you're hoping – would kind of be the catalysts, right? Like the guys that can can get you out of this would be the Jack Eichel and the Mark Stone and the Max Pacioretty and you know Jonathan Marchessault's come up with with uh, no goals in his last handful of games too. So um, the guys that you need that 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 you're looking at as the difference makers haven't come through. And you know, again, I think in in the case of Mark Stone, he's he's clearly hampered. He's I don't think 100%. I don't think close to 100%. Even Max Pacioretty, who I thought was kind of turning a corner, probably not 100%. And then, you know, as as far as Jack Eichel goes, like he gets on the score sheet today. He was on a heater, and then he's cooled down. Um, I mean, I think that there's a lot of different things with Jack. Um, The intensity of a playoff race for the first time in his career is probably one coming off of uh, an 11-month absence without playing hockey right into the the throws of a playoff race and then having to immediately be the guy um, because everyone else around him was injured, I, I think is, is another. And, you know, I, we can kind of dissect and get into, into the Jack Eichel thing later on. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, Mike, like if you're not getting production, you're not going to, you're not getting goals. You're not going to win many hockey games. Now here's the point I want to make just for tonight, because when you have a seven overtime shootout, I keep asking people, and no one's ever been able to answer this. Maybe you can help me with this. We have seen, even in college, we have seen people take the puck on the stick, raise it to their waist, and flip the, ball, the puck 
into the net. Why does no one ever try that on a shootout? <laughs> uh, really? Because it's risky. Like, you don't want to be the guy that tries it and, it, it, it you know, you don't get a shot off or you, you don't end up, um, you know, you end up uh, with a with a, a chance that, that never has a chance to go in and all of a sudden the next one goes in and you lose the game. Like, I think that there's something to the effect of you want to get a shot on goal. Like, you want to get an attempt made. You want to make the goaltender make a save. And if you're you're doing some of that, that fancier stuff or – or some of the higher skill plays, um, I just I, this time of year well, for sure it's not going to happen. I, I just I will go to my grave wondering why people take fifteen foot shootout shots without faking, and it happened what five times tonight. I don't get it. Yeah, you know what, Mike? I mean, it's it's a fair it's a fair question, and thank you for the call. Like I I, I think that you know early on in the season, you're probably going to see it. Give Trevor Zegers a couple of these, probably see it, but. You know, right now on this Golden Knights team, where the expectation or the thought is winning, you you want to you want to put a shot on goal that the goaltender is going to have to make a save on. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is a number. Let's head to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm doing all right. So uh, first off, to Mike, you certainly don't want to do that in the shootout because then the TV commentators might get mad at you for stealing it up during the game of hockey. Great poll. Well done. <laughs> but um, so I feel like this game just was a mini model of what our entire season has been, right? So we had Patches yeah. get hurt. He returned to the game, but he was obviously in some pain. Brassois went down at one point. Not Brassois. Gosh, sorry. Logan Thompson went down at, at one point, and that was terrifying. Um so many shots, not tons, but how many shots missed the net, went wide, went above the net. Um, Marshy hit a post in the shootout, uh, playing 11 and 7 when really you're playing 11 and 6. Like it's just, it was literally everything that's happened this season in one game. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think you're wrong. I, I mean, I think. You know, the last two for the Golden Knights, the, the shootout loss to San Jose, and then this one uh, tonight against the Dallas Stars has been a bit of a microcosm of what this entire season's been. Yeah, it's just been, it's been rough. It's hard, and it's, it, you know, there's still that teeny tiny glimmer of hope to hang on to, and, you know, it, it would be nice to be pleasantly surprised if the stars align and it goes through. But if not, like I really just want to hug all of our goalies because they deserve it. They've worked really hard keeping them in the game this season through going 0-7 in the shootout and playing injured and playing with everyone else injured. And our goalies deserve a lot of love, all of them. All right. Yeah, great stuff, Stephanie. Thank you for the call. Um, you know, I, I'm right there with you, especially on the Stars Align pun. Well done. Um, that's appreciated here on this show. If you want to give us a call, if you want to be a part of the extended postgame show, we'll catch you on the other side of the break, 702-876-1340, right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas Golden Knights fall 3-2 in the shootout to the Dallas Stars. Vegas will need to win out. Dallas will have to lose out in regulation. That's the only scenario in which the Golden Knights are able to make the playoffs. Taking more of your phone calls here on the extended postgame show, 702-876-1340. Let's hear from Fernando. Fernando, you're up. Hey, how you doing, Ryan? I'm good, buddy. Okay, good. Um, first off, both goalies, they played their butts off tonight, both of them. They played good game, yeah. a good game tonight. And it was an exciting game, yeah. and um, when it was 2-2 two to two there and I saw Carlson going down the left side or the right side, I thought for sure – his shot was going to go in the um, the net. At first, I thought the the puck went through the net and scored, but I was hallucinating or something. I was hopeful, wishing. But um, that um, that hip check on uh, Max that really hurt because I can tell he was uncomfortable on the bench. It was really hurt real bad. But um, hopefully, he'll be back tomorrow. And oh, he tomorrow. he played he played the, he he played to end the game. Yeah, I know. But he I would imagine Max Pacioretty will go tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, he, I don't think he could sit down on the bench or anything. He was, like, uncomfortable because it, it was hurt. Um, anyway, um, we still have a chance. We have 11% chance. We have two games. And Dallas has to lose two. And you never know. That's why you play these games and everything. So I'm still optimistic. And um, hopefully we'll win these two. And um, uh, thanks again, Ryan. Have a good night. Yeah, thanks for the call, Fernando. Um yeah, Max Pacioretty did return to the game. He did have a couple of shifts down the stretch. He played in overtime. Like, there were – I would imagine Max is going to be ready to go. I, I think he'll be fine to play tomorrow. And, you know, I, I think at this point of the year, you got your 80 games in. Uh, no one's healthy. No one's 100%. No one uh, is, is out there playing fresh. Like, everyone is kind of battling something. You heard Pete DeBoer allude to it after the game, too. So – um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening tomorrow as the Golden Knights take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, you know, tonight's loss, uh, it, it was disappointing. Uh, but watching this team over the year, I guess, like, I don't know. You, you're just kind of expecting something like this, you know, where they, where they play tough and, uh, you know, they just, can't seem to get the the puck bounces their way, and like Sunday night too, that was a a real real hard one. Even on that uh, that last second shot that tied the game, I I watched that multiple times, and like just the bounce off the boards. I mean, it's perfect for the guy. And it's unfortunate that's the way the season has gone for the Golden Knights. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, though, since uh, we're in year five. Uh, I think back to that magical run we had in year one. And um, that team, you know, they were called the the Misfits. And it seems like the, the, the front office, the GM, and the, the, the people who make decisions on personnel has slowly, you know, taken that misfit model and just kind of, like, blown it up with these high-priced uh, players. And, you know, I, 
to me, it's it's a little frustrating because I look at like you know the trades throughout the year and everything, and I think Stone and Pacioretty have have worked out. But then I look at uh, you know Perangelo and Eichel, and it just seems like they haven't worked out. And I well, would much I, rather I think, have. I think have you gotta. I, I think you gotta give. Jack Eichel more than half a season after a major surgery and not playing hockey for 11 months like maybe we can pump the brakes on Jack Eichel until maybe next year okay um you know but I guess I'm just like seeing like you know like they do a great job of developing talent but like you know I don't know it's just a little frustrating that these uh, that some of these other high-priced players aren't, aren't I, I don't know, such high expectations, but the misfit model isn't, isn't there. Yeah, so I, you know, was, what, what was the question? Well, I guess, I guess the question is, in your opinion, uh-huh. like which, which trades throughout the five years have, have you think benefited the Golden Knights uh, between year one and what they've given up between now? Because, like, you know, Alex Tux, Peyton Krebs, you know, Nate Schmidt, they they seem to be doing doing well in in their other on their other teams. Yeah. So I I I mean, in my opinion, when it comes to trades, I, I think. You can follow the logic on all of them, right? Like, and that's kind of the thing for me. And thanks, Joe, for the call. Like, I can reasonably understand why you go out and you sign Alex Petrangelo, right? Like, you're talking about a, a captain. You're talking about a guy that was instrumental in a playoff run, an improbable one at that for the St. Louis Blues that resulted in a Stanley Cup championship. Like, I understand why you go out and you sign that player. I understand why you go out and you make a trade for Jack Eichel. I understand why, and I can follow the logic on nearly every single trade that the Golden Knights have made. Have have all of them panned out? Have all the players going back the other way kind of fallen short of maybe what you expected in those trades? Like, no, Nick Suzuki's turned himself into a real good player for the Montreal Canadiens. you know, you, you look at Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck, uh, those guys in Buffalo, like certainly they are going to be a big factor for the Buffalo Sabres as they try to turn things around. Um, you know, I, like I, I'm not going to sit here and, and say that we need to make any type of judgment call on the Jack Eichel trade until Jack's got a full off season that's healthy that allows him to get ready to go and play with this hockey team next year. I think it's way too premature to sit here and say that Jack Eichel hasn't panned out. Like Jack Eichel leads the Golden Knights in goals since he was activated off LTIR. Like we, we kind of forget that it's been a long road to get here for Jack. And this is all new, brand new for him. So I'm not excusing the fact that he has gone cold, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to say that it's unfair and premature to say or label the trade as not working out because the Golden Knights might miss the playoffs due to the fact that they've dealt with inconsistencies in play 
from injuries and a whole host of other things. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm not I'm not going to go there. I'm not willing to go there. And as far as all the trades go, like I can follow the logic on all of them, and that's really all I need to do. We're back to wrap it up next on the extended post game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Dallas Stars in the shootout. 3-2, to two, the final score, Vegas 42-31 and 791 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. It's very, very simple. you got to win out in any fashion, but you got to win out, and then you have to get the Dallas Stars to lose out in regulation. If Dallas picks up a point, they're in. If the Golden Knights drop a point, they're out. So that's that's really it. That's the entire scenario for how the Golden Knights can make the playoffs. You have to win out, and you have to hope that the Dallas Stars drop both of their games remaining in regulation to Arizona and Anaheim. Golden Knights will next be in action tomorrow night against the Chicago Blackhawks at 5.30 p.m. That's a 4.30 pregame show. That's going to do it for me here on the extended postgame show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson down here making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your postgame show. It's not as much fun without your interaction. Until tomorrow, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.